If you find yourself buying a new planner, but never using it, (laughs) I gotcha. If you load that shiny planner up with birthdays and appointments and then promptly forget about it, (laughs) same girl, same. (laughs) Today's episode has you covered. I'm going to talk about the two types of planning that every working mom needs, weekly previews and reviews. I'm going to help make sure that those beautiful planners don't go to waste by explaining why you need to establish a planning ritual, what weekly previews and reviews are, and I'm going to offer you some tips for making them work for you. Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of planning or goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If that sounds like you, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan podcast. I'm Danielle McGue. I'm a professor, mom, and business owner. I started this podcast to help hardworking women and high-achieving mamas plan and set goals playfully and lightly. Unlike pressure-filled approaches, Plan Goal Plan centers on what delights you to help you envision all the possibilities your future holds. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I'm going to guide you through practices that will help you plan for clarity, set goals for direction, and act with purpose and delight. Let's get started. I've always been pretty good about loading my planner with all of the stuff. I'm a professor and I teach college students. And so in the past, I would buy a planner. I would sit down. I would put in birthdays. I would note when the semester started, when midterm is. I'd mark any dates that I had reports due and on and on and on and on. All of the stuff, right? I would put all of the stuff in my planner and then I would forget about it. I do all of this work and then I would never look at it again. I tried paper planners. I tried digital planners. I even went through this post-it note stage where my office looked like a crime investigation scene in a movie. (laughs) So if you've been there, please tell me that you've been there so I'm not alone. (laughs) I hope that this episode will help you. The best way to make sure all of your planning is actually making your life easier is to develop a planning ritual and to incorporate previews and reviews into that ritual. So this is a weekly planning ritual and it will ensure that once a week you are sitting down to plan and by making it a ritual, you'll make it meaningful and hopefully enjoyable. And if you want to know more about what a ritual is and how to create one, check out episode three on my podcast. It's called Set Goals, Now What? How Rituals Make Your Goals Go. You can also jump onto plangoplan.etsy.com and download the 2023 goal setting workbook. It will get you reflecting and setting goals and establishing all sorts of rituals. Another resource on plangoplan.etsy.com are the weekly preview and review guides. They're super cheap and they will help you with what we're talking about today. So go check them out, look around, see if that's something that's going to help you out. I think it will. I think it will. But check them out, decide for yourself. So What are weekly previews and reviews? In a nutshell, weekly reviews are a process of assessing and reflecting on the previous week. So what happened the previous week? They're very past oriented. Weekly previews involve calendaring, task management, and they'll also aid you in the process of prioritization. So they look at what's going to happen in the week ahead, and they're very future oriented. And that's important because I do think that you are going to want to have a mix of activities in your planning ritual that get you reflecting and thinking about the past, but also ones that 
help you plan and prepare for the future. I want to first talk about logistics. When do you do a planning ritual? How long should it take? And what are you getting yourself into with this? All right, it doesn't have to take long. Having a weekly planning ritual does not need to take long. I would recommend saving about 30 minutes to work on this. You can spend 15 minutes on your review, 15 minutes on your preview, and then truck along with whatever it is that you're doing. So it doesn't have to take very long. You might find at the beginning, like anytime you start something new, it might take a little bit longer until you familiarize yourself and sort of hit a rhythm with things. You also might find as you get into it that you really like it and that you want to spend a little bit more time on it because it is an enjoyable process. So play around and see about how long it takes you and how much time you want to dedicate to this. But I do think that starting off with about 30 minutes is a great place to start. If setting aside even 30 minutes is making you a little panicky. If you're like, I'm already so busy, I don't have time to add something to my already busy schedule. Deep breaths, deep breaths, I gotcha. This activity should actually help you save time. Lisa Woodruff, who owns Organize 365, has collected all sorts of data on how being organized can help save people time. And her data shows that by spending an hour on organizing every single week that you are gaining back five hours of time. So that's what her data shows. And I will tell you in my own experience, that rings true. That by putting aside some time to plan, I am able to save a lot more time in the following week. And I don't think that five hours is an exaggeration. I think that that is pretty accurate. And then you can spend those five hours doing things that are meaningful, exciting. You can build memories with your kids during those five hours. You can create a podcast like I am. You can use those five hours to do the things that are really meaningful for you. So when you do your planning ritual is up to you. The most common times that people do their planning rituals is Friday afternoons, Sunday evenings, and Monday mornings. Laura Vanderkam has a new book called Tranquility on Tuesdays, and in it, she makes a case for why you should use Friday afternoons to do some planning. And her argument is that by Friday afternoon, you're pretty much mush, and that you should have space in your Friday afternoons to take 30 minutes to an hour to do a little bit of planning. Other people really like Sunday evenings. They don't have as much going on on Sunday evenings. If you are a person who suffers from Sunday blues, Sunday evening planning rituals might be a way to combat that. It might seem a little counterintuitive, but by sitting down, doing a little reflection, and planning your upcoming week, you might feel like you have some control over what's going to happen to you the next week, and that might help with the Sunday blues. Another time that people like to do this is Monday mornings. They have Monday morning energy where they're ready to hit the ground running and they like to sit down, plan everything out then. If that seems a little late for you, like you just want to be in it on Monday morning, or if Monday mornings are a grumpy time for you and you don't really want to do this, you don't have to. You can play around and see what time works for you. The best time to do this is the time that you'll actually do it. So those are the most common times. 
That doesn't mean that you can't make Wednesday your day. That doesn't mean that you can't do it on Friday evenings or Saturday mornings, but it's just important that you find a time that will regularly work for you. So after you've decided on and set aside time to do your weekly planning ritual, so you have an opening and closing action, you've evoked your senses and you're ready to roll, I recommend starting with the weekly review and then moving to the weekly preview because a weekly review is going to have you reflect on the previous week. So what just happened? And the weekly preview is going to help you prepare for the upcoming week. So a weekly review is composed of three parts, report, reflect, and react. So step one is report. You want to sit down and just list what happened this past week. So just report what happened this past week. You might write down, are there life domains that I focused on this past week? What were they? You just list them. How did I feel this week? What was one habit or skill that I focused on this week? Is there anything that happened this week that I need to think through? Just name it. Don't think through it yet. Is there something on your mind that you're anxious about? Again, just name it. Don't necessarily journal about it. So you want to take some time and you just want to report what happened that week. You want to list, you want to take note, and you want to mark it. If you are someone that likes to track your habits, this is also a really good time to do this. This is a really good time to look at your habit tracker and mark anything that you might have missed over the week. The second step of a weekly review is to reflect and assess. This is where you consider what worked last week, what did not work. This part of the review ritual is evaluative. So you might consider, how did I feel this week? You thought about that in the first step. Now, how did I invite that feeling? Is that a feeling that I want? Did I live the intention that I set for the week? Based on how I spent my time, what were my priorities last week? Are those the priorities that I want? So at this point, your job is to assess, did what I do help me? Was it serving me? The third part of a weekly review is to react. You want to consider what alterations will you make in light of what you learned from your weekly report in your weekly review. So this part of the weekly review is very action oriented. So you might ask yourself, what's one thing that I want to do differently next week? What is one lesson that I learned this past week? And how will I change my actions in the upcoming week to incorporate the thing that I learned? What's one thing that I could have done that would have made other things easier or unnecessary? And how can I do that one thing next week? If you haven't read the book, The One Thing, that's a great thing to check out. Um, That question is derived from their work. So you might consider what are some things that I should have avoided this week and how will I avoid them in the future? So to recap on what a weekly review is, you're going to report, you're going to reflect, and then you are going to react. Easy peasy. You got this. I really think that you can do this in about 15 minutes. So after you've completed a weekly review, you've thought about all of these things, then you want to turn to a weekly preview. A weekly preview is where you design your upcoming week, and it's composed of three parts, calendaring, task management, and prioritization. Calendaring are items that are time-bound, such as appointments and meetings. So you want to take out your planner, whether that's digital, whether it's paper, 
you want to have that in front of you and you're just going to write down where are all the places that you need to be in the upcoming week and when do you need to be there. The second thing that you want to do to plan your upcoming week is to think through some task management. So this is your to-do list or anything that you need to accomplish. I recommend sitting down and doing a mind sweep. People have all sorts of different processes for this. So you might create some categories. You might have home, work, house stuff, and then you might jot down under those categories all the different tasks that you have coming up. If you have a job that's really intricate, you might even create different categories under that job. So for example, I teach, I run a theater, I am doing this podcast. I might sit and make a list of what are all the tasks that I need to do for the theater this upcoming week? What are all the tasks that I need to do to prepare for my teaching? What are all the tasks that I need to do to prepare for the podcasts that are going to go up the following week? Do a mind sweep and get everything that needs to get done onto a sheet of paper. Then if you know that some of those tasks are going to happen on a certain day or at a certain time, go ahead and also load that onto your calendar. The third step of this process is to prioritize. And this is where you really incorporate more reflection into your planning process for the upcoming week. So you might look at your weekly review as well to help you with this part. So how do you want to feel this week? What are you going to do to invite that feeling? You also might think, what are the three most important things that I need to do this week? And you might consider, what is my purpose? What are my priorities? And are the things that I have planned aligning with what I have said is my purpose or my priority? You also might consider, what do I want to do this week that will bring more meaning, purpose, or joy to my week ahead? So you want to complete your weekly preview By really naming what is important to you, what is going to matter this next week. And then I want you to go back to your calendar and I want you to create space for the things that are important to you. If spending time with your kids is really important to you, put it on your calendar and honor it. If exercising is really important to you, put that on your calendar. This is an opportunity for you to design, for you to craft the week that you want. Now, if you have created your to-do list, if you have put in all your appointments and you realize that there is no leftover time for the things that are important to you, this is a point where you need to pause and you need to assess. Are there things that are on my calendar that I need to remove? Are there things that I don't need to be doing that I'm doing? If you notice as you do things that you always have these free evenings, but you never feel like you have time because you're using your evenings to scroll on the internet or to uh, binge on Netflix, you have to ask yourself, is that what matters to me? Is that how I want to spend my time? Is that serving me? Some days it might be. Sometimes binging on Netflix is exactly what your soul needs. (laughs) But many times it's not, and many times it doesn't actually give you a feeling of rest, and many times it doesn't energize you or restore you. And this is a prompt for you to say, how can I spend that time doing the things that actually matter to me? And I have found that when I spend my time 
doing the things that are important to me, I get more energy from that. I get energy from doing things that fill me. To recap, you need to set aside about 30 minutes a week to establish a planning ritual. If you want to know what a ritual is, check out episode three of the podcast. It will give you some extra tips and tricks to make a planning ritual special. You want to incorporate two practices into that planning ritual, a weekly review and a weekly preview. And if you need help with these, please go on to plangoplan.etsy.com and check them out. They're super affordable. I think they're like $3 or something. And there are 20 different prompts for each one. So you get a set of 40 prompts if you buy both that will help you reflect and help move you through the processes that we've talked about today. A weekly review is going to have you report what happened, reflect and assess. So what worked, what didn't work, and it's going to have you react. So what alterations can I make in light of what I learned? The weekly preview is engaging you in calendaring, task management, and it's also going to get you to think about your priorities and make sure that you are planning to put your priorities into practice. I hope that this episode has given you some confidence that you can use the planner that you bought. I hope that this episode gives you the confidence that you need, that you can, you can set aside 30 minutes each week to review and to prepare for the upcoming week. You can do it. You have the tools that you need. And by doing this, not only are you going to save yourself some time, not only are you going to have more space to do the things that fill you, that bring you joy, but you are going to enjoy the process of your planning ritual. You have the tools that you need now. You're going to be able to use that planner that is so pretty and has been sitting on your desk, but it hasn't been used because you have a date with it. Each week you have a date with your planner. And I hope that you can set that planner in a place that you are going to see it, get in the habit of taking it to work with you, keep it open on your desk. I hope that your next week is full of joy. I hope that you feel like you have control over your time. And I hope that you enjoy establishing your planning ritual. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all, so pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.